You're listening to Your Highest Self Podcast, episode 19. How do I transition to intuitive eating from tracking macros? Hey guys, happy Monday and welcome back to the show. My name is Shanae and I'm your host. If you are new to the show, welcome. And if you're a returning listener, I'm so glad to have you back and I appreciate all all of you. So in this show, I provide holistic solutions for your fitness, nutrition, and mindset while helping you on the journey to stepping back into your highest self. If you guys are new to me and who I am, I'm a former WBFF bikini pro, fitness, and life coach, and I specialize in helping women either post-competition or post-diet reprogram their brain and their body image so that you can learn to really love yourself from the inside out. So if you've had a history of dieting, a history of um, externalizing your self-worth and the validation of yourself with your body image or always just looking for happiness outside of yourself, I'm here to teach you that that is not what you have to do. You can learn to love yourself. You can learn to be happy without changing your body. So it's all an inside job. It all has to do with your mindset. And I hope that by listening to the show, I can help you stop dieting, stop hating yourself, learn to love yourself and grow so that you can achieve your secret dreams so that you are no longer putting what you want on the back burner and that you're going out there and, you know, just doing your thing. So today's episode is from a listener question and she specifically asked, how can she learn how to stop tracking her macros, um, and learn how to eat intuitively. And this also pertains to you if you are on a meal plan or if you're on any sort of structured diet regimen, um, granted if, as long as, um, a diet regimen that's meant to change the look of your body. I'm not talking about people who are, um, on a certain diet because they, you know, are allergic to things. So this is specifically for those of you who are trying to change your body by a means of controlling your food. So I'm going to give you a, um, two methods that I teach and coach to my clients. And they're also linked below for you as a free ebook, uh, the eat method and the one, four, three method, as well as my biggest tip to make this lifestyle change for yourself. So let's get right into it. So first off, let me tell you my story with when I transitioned to intuitive eating and how that happened for me. So I had been, I had first started my fitness journey with like a meal plan. I was doing tone it up and it was all clean eating, healthy eating. And for the most part in general, it was like great. And then I moved over to a meal plan because my coach had put me on one and that was my first bikini competition. And then through the years, I learned how to track macros. And that is the method that I have used, um, you know, ever since, so maybe around 2015. And it's tracking macros is not a terrible thing. I think that given with the right parameters, learning about portion sizes, learning, you know, what is a protein, I think that educationally it can be very good for you. But if you are tracking macros as a means to change your body, that's still considered a diet. And there's just been so much research now that diets don't work because say you track your macros and you um, stop you know, you stop tracking them because you've reached your desired weight. It's like, how do you transition from there? 
So my switch to intuitive eating was actually very necessary because tracking macros was leading me to binging. Every single time I tried to stay on plan, I'd go off the deep end. And um, I did, you know, everything that I could to really help my binge eating. But ultimately, what helped me the most was letting go was saying goodbye to my fitness pal, goodbye to my macros plus by just letting go of that control and the need to control my food. And once I was able to let go completely, um, what I struggled with after that was like structure because I was so used to having macros and counting my calories guide my day, right? Like I knew it as how we, I knew what I was going to have for lunch and dinner and if I was going to have a dessert that day. And my brain felt like if I was on track with my macros and I was on track with my life. So I struggled with the structure a little bit and then I struggled with feeling as if I was not in control and feeling as if I didn't have control. So that's kind of like my background of it and that's where my these two methods came about because I really had to help myself. I didn't have a coach who was really guiding me strictly with intuitive eating, like no tracking macros. I've had coaches who've been very, very helpful. But so the way in which I transitioned was first by changing my mindset, reprogramming my brain around my body image and what it meant to be in a smaller body, and also reprogramming my brain around food. Because for the first however long, I would tell my clients, just eat whatever you want. It was exposure therapy, exposing them to foods that they had previously restricted or overly binged on. But what I realized is that I have to take an even bigger step back and really address the emotional complications around food. Why are you emotional eating? Why are you binging? What are the thoughts around food that are causing you to then, you know, look for comfort in that? So the eat method uh, addresses this. And the first thing, especially if you're coming from restrictive dieting, um, post-competition dieting, or any type of meal plan, is first you have to enjoy what you eat. And you do that by accessorizing your food daily. So maybe that means adding maple syrup to your pancakes in the morning, or adding peanut butter to your oatmeal, or adding a really good dressing and feta cheese to your salad. That's one of the ways that I accessorize my foods. Unless you enjoy what you eat, you are going to be um, like behaviorally hungry. Like physically, you might be satisfied because you ate a big meal, but you're still going to feel like emotionally like, oh, I didn't eat enough. I'm not satisfied. So we really want to get that satisfaction factor up very high by accessorizing your meals. Like it doesn't matter how healthy ground turkey and asparagus is. Like I eat ground turkey every day, but it doesn't matter how healthy it is unless I'm enjoying it, unless it's fueling me and keeping me satisfied like mentally and emotionally. So enjoy what you eat is the E. The second A is abundance mindset. And we've talked about this a few times on the show. If you listened to last week's show with Jody, we talked about abundance mindset and leaving food on her plate. And the way in which this helps you transition to intuitive eating is usually the fear that people have around intuitive eating is like, oh, I have an all or nothing mentality and I tend to overeat on sweets or I have no self-control or I don't know how to just have one cookie and stop at that. And that's where the abundance mindset helps. 
When you have an abundant mindset with food, you know that there is always more food tomorrow. There is always more food at the next meal. You're not on a meal plan. Someone is not, you know, coercing your food. Just because you finish dinner doesn't mean that you can't have dessert. Like food is abundant and available to you and however much that you want. And you have to really embody this. Uh, If you listen to last week's episode, Jodi and I talked about how she was still emotionally and mentally restricting herself even though she was off of a meal plan. You know, she was intuitive eating, but she still couldn't leave food on her plate because she still had that emotional and mental restriction. She was still having a scarcity mindset around food. So that's where the abundance mindset is very important. This is going to help you not binge. This is going to help you look at food as, you know, abundant (laughs) and like there's a lot of it. I'm sure that you, if you are listening to this on a smartphone, um, you most likely have the means of feeding yourself. You know, you're not going, you're not starving, I, you know, hope. Um, and if you have been dieting before, then you have physically restricted food from yourself. So I am guessing you have the privilege of also overeating. And that is why the abundance mindset is going to help you with your intuitive eating from tracking macros because tracking macros literally gives you rules where you're like, okay, you only have four grams of fat and 30 grams of carbs left. You have to make something fit. That's not abundant. That's scarcity thinking. So we want to tap into abundance thinking. Now, the last T inside the E method is three key habits. And the three key habits are meant to be three habits that give you the highest ROI, which is return on investment of your time. So instead of having like a million rules that you go by, if you just have three solid habits that you stick with that are going to help you with your intuitive eating and not overeat and make you feel gross and also not undereat. So personally, my three key habits are protein at every single meal. I don't eat while I'm standing up. And the last one is at least 100 ounces of water. So the reason why those three key habits really help me with intuitive eating is because if I have protein in every single meal, I know that's going to help me stay very satiated. Um, it's going to help keep my blood sugar stable because I also do have vegetables at every meal too or some sort of fiber. And if your blood sugar is stable and it's not crashing, then that means you're going to have sustained energy throughout the day and I'm not going to be hormonally hungry. My second habit of not eating while I'm standing up is so that I'm mindful when I'm eating. If I just stand in front of the kitchen fridge and like eat a whole pint of raspberries, all of a sudden I'm going to like forget that I was even eating them and I'm not going to feel satisfied. I don't even remember eating, right? So making sure that I eat every single or sit every single time I eat you know, forces me to be mindful. It forces me to eat slow. It forces me to enjoy what I'm eating and be present, which gives me, you know, a huge ROI. And then the last one for water, again, goes back to the feeling of satiation. If I'm dehydrated, I am extra hungry. I know this about myself. So all of these habits are really specific and individual to me. And I, um, you can borrow some of mine or borrow all of them to start you off with, but I highly recommend you adapting them to suit your lifestyle. And you want to think about it as like, what are the three things that are going to help me not undereat? not overeat, stay within an abundance mindset, and enjoy what I eat. 
you know, and in what pertains to your goals. So that is the eat method. And that's the first thing you need to transition. So that's where we start nice and basic. And again, like I said earlier, you can download the eat method ebook down in the um, show notes for free. It'll get emailed to you. So now once you've got the eat method down and you have your three key habits down and you're doing really good, the second step is to then bring in the one, four, three method, or you can bring it in at the same time. So while the eat method is about your mindset towards intuitive eating, the one, four, three method is your actual structured flexibility towards your plate. So if you have never heard about it, the one, four, three method is one plate with four components, protein, fiber, fat, and carbs three times a day. Now this is just a baseline. This isn't like um, a required diet of everyone. This is just a baseline for you to start with. And this makes it so that you're having um, well-balanced meals three times a day. And so your blood sugar stays stable so you don't undereat as well as you don't overeat. So once you pull in the one, four, three method, then it makes it a little bit easier for you to be like, okay, where's my protein, fiber, fat, and carb? This is good. I'm good with this. And then from there, it's up to you to adapt this method to suit your own personal biology, which will be another show because I've been getting lots of questions on this. So um, those are the two ways for you to transition to intuitive eating from tracking macros. The third tip, I have for you on making this change is to go all in. I used to give the tips of like, well, you know, start by only tracking your protein and letting things go one by one. But as I've been coaching others and as I've been um, just doing this for a little bit longer, um, I'm really realizing that the clients who do the best are the clients who go all in, the clients who burn their ships and just, you know, they just go for it. And they're like, they don't need this little transition time. They don't need to just track a little bit less. The ones that just go all in and say, you know what? I know that intuitive eating is going to be so much better for my body. I'm ready to let go of macros. I'm ready to let go of needing to control every part of my day. I'm ready to make this a lifestyle. I'm ready to make this sustainable those clients do the best because they burn their ships and they know that the only way is forward. And so when they have mess ups, when they have maybe a couple times they overeat or they binge, they just get right back into it and they keep moving forward. They don't ever doubt themselves and say, oh, maybe I can't do this. Maybe I have to track macros for the rest of my life. Maybe I'm not disciplined enough or I don't have the ability. That thought does not cross their mind because they are all in. And that's what I did. Um, Switching to intuitive eating, like I said, was out of necessity for me because I kept binging and I kept falling off the wagon. And so I was like, you know what? Screw the wagon. Get rid of the wagon. Burn the wagon. Burn the ships. I'm going all in. I'm making this a healthy lifestyle. And just to now give you some context, like, yeah, it was hard. Um, In the beginning, I didn't have these tips, like the enjoying what you eat and the abundance mindset and the three key habits. I didn't have any of that. So I literally just took it meal by meal. It was like, okay, breakfast, what do I feel like eating today? And I would eat that. 
lunch. Am I hungry? Yes. Okay. Would I feel like eating? No. Okay. Let me push off lunch a couple more hours. Dinner. What do I feel like eating today? So it really was a day by day and meal by meal process and learning to trust myself again was a huge, huge deal. I tracked macros for so long. I literally didn't trust myself. I didn't think that I could do it. And you know, burning the ship, burning the wagon, and just going all in really helped because it made it so that this was a zero option mentality for me. Like I was gonna make this a lifestyle, I was gonna make this sustainable, and I was all in. So yeah, some of those are some of the struggles. Let's see, what were some other struggles that I had? So trusting myself again was really hard, taking it day by day was really hard meal by meal. And then um, the last really hard thing was I gained weight. And I haven't actually done a proper podcast episode on this, so we will soon. I've got all these ideas now. I had to gain weight and I had to be okay with it. And I had to gain weight because my body needed to recover. I had dieted for so long. I had controlled my food with this freaking app for so long that it was stressed out. It had, you know, my cortisol was high. Everything was just unbalanced. And so gaining weight was necessary in my healing journey and my healing process. After I had gained weight, um, that's when the body image reprogramming happened. And I, you know, learned to be okay at a bigger size and be okay with more fat on my body and not need to see arm definition to feel good about myself. And then once I healed that and I got very comfortable in my body and my eating habits were back to normal, I wasn't binging, I wasn't under eating, I wasn't overeating. Naturally, my, my body lost weight again and I am back Right now, I'm super happy with how I look. I mean, um, am I super lean? No, but I can see some muscle definition. I love it. I love training. I um, eat whatever I want. I, you know, no longer follow so much of a structure of the one, four, three method like I used to. Like my breakfast, like sometimes I'll have carbs, sometimes I won't. Sometimes I won't have protein and I just have lots of fats and carbs, but I don't have to be as, um, I just don't think about things as much, but definitely in the beginning, I know that when you're walking away from structure, it's it's hard to go into absolutely zero structure. And so that's why I think the EAT method and the 143 method are really great um, bridges to having like full intuitive eating, like where you need no structure. I still follow my three key habits. Um, I do still follow my abundance mindset and enjoying what I eat. But as far as like the structure of my meals go, I mean, I pretty much do follow the one four three method, but it's just not like I don't have to have, um, you know, fiber and fats and carbs, like all of it at one meal because I know my body really well. And so gaining weight, being okay with gaining weight, like that was the hardest thing. And I think that's probably what holds a lot of people back from transitioning to intuitive eating is like they don't want to gain weight. They want to stay on top of it. They want to stay in control. And so if that's you, but you're also really obsessed with food and you also don't feel like this is a sustainable lifestyle, I encourage you to journal on this. Like, why do I think that having a smaller body is going to make me happier? Like, what is it about gaining weight that I'm so scared of? 
and dive deep, deep into that. Because until you get to the root of that problem, you will never get off of this emotional roller coaster, the diet roller coaster that is tracking your macros and using your food as a means to control your body. I hope this episode was helpful. Um, If you have any other questions, DM me or email me. If you're interested in coaching, reach out. I also have a, you know, like a do-it-yourself food obsession body image boot camp that's four weeks long called the Reset Method. It's what's called the mini reset. And it's a mini reset because it's one that you do on your own. Um, when working with me one-on-one, I take you through my whole reset strategy to reprogram your brain and body image to get you to a place where you are eating intuitively, your habits are on lock, you are fueling your body with nourishing foods because you want to, not because you need to. And overall, it's helping you live your healthiest lifestyle as your highest self. So that is my dream and my wish for you all. So once again, thank you so much. Um, I hope you guys have an amazing week. Thank you for tuning in. I'm excited to see you next week for a episode all about self-trust and how to trust yourself again. Super exciting. Have a great week, guys. I'll see you next week. Don't forget to be your highest self. <laughs>